Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Amigos, witches, blind mice, legged race, little pigs, Hanson, Bronte sisters, and now Cobbler's Wins. Brain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not after three! Yeah! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. I'm Charles and I'm very pleased to be joined by a full complement of podders this week in Danny, Neil and Chezzy. Oh, it's going to be good. Coming up, the Cobblers win again as the centre-backs provide the headlines. We ask whether live streaming would kill football. And first up, Danny, how good was it to see another win on the road? Blooming marvellous, Charles. Because we, we had that little bit of excitement on Wednesday, didn't we? In the in the Did. cup. In the cup. Oh, I love a cup win. Yeah, I love a good cup win. We like the League Cup. And then to go and scrap out a 1-0 away from home. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Scrap it. Ah, lovely old job. Three out of three. E-I, 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 O. <laughs> three in a row, guys. That's pretty good. When was the last time that happened? Can anybody tell me? Four points are on offer. 2016. 2015. 2015. Well, yeah, 2015, 2016. 
Outrageous behaviour. On a technicality. I did add it to the running order earlier, so... It was when John Joe started his, his revelation slash revolution. Yes. It was, it yeah. Was. He, he scored at Bristol Rovers, didn't he? John Joe strikes me as a man that would start a revolution as well. Yeah, <laughs> a caravan revolution. <laughs> I think John Joe likes things that comes in threes as well, I'd imagine. Do you think? Yeah. Are you suggesting that he would be open to sharing a bed with not one lady or man, but two <laughs> ladies or men? I would imagine if the sugar babes came knocking. Hey, or Bross. He would, or Bross. <laughs> or Bross. I was going to say, if the sugar or, babes come knocking, is that is that the current lineup, which only features two of them, I take it, Danny? Or are you going back no, in no, time? No, no, there's, and... there's three of them. No, no, sounds like a really... awesome then, isn't it? No, no, it's like a Tommy Kitten, sorry. I was thinking of like oh. this. Sounds like a really, really shit start to a saying, doesn't it? If the sugar babes come a-knocking. <laughs> <laughs> You're going cocking. <laughs> oh, what are you doing here? These sugar babes came knocking on your door. I'd, I'd hand them my rubbish and go on then. Stick that in the bin. Cheers. <laughs> you can come and help me look for my cat. Yeah, I've lost my cat at the minute, so come and help me find. Did anyone get 11 out of 11 on their fan hub lineup predictions? Anyone no, at all? because no one put Hoskins in, did they? <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, I did. Poor old Sam. Did you? Oh. Yep. You're lying, aren't you, aren't you, Neil? I haven't even got the app. But yeah, yeah, exactly. in my head, after reading the lineup, I said, you know, I probably would have played that. So I'm counting it. I was surprised that Hoskins um, was back in, to be honest. I didn't think he would start. Well, I, I say that as somebody that isn't like a, a, a hater. Um, Nor are you a lover, though, of him. Let's be I'm honest. Not, I'm not necessarily a lover, yeah. But I am I genuinely didn't see Conley being dropped, which is essentially what happened. But Neil, you went straight in there and just pop, popped him back in your team in your imaginary, in my imaginary inside your mind, in my imaginary land. Yeah, um, <laughs> I well, I saw him at Coventry, didn't I? I went up to Coventry to watch, and he looked off the pace for the first twenty-five minutes, half an didn't hour. We all didn't all of us. Well, no, first ten minutes we were a bit all at sea, but after that, everyone else was okay. But he still looked a bit, a bit ring rusty. Um, and a bit off the pace, but then he, he by the by the second half and stuff, he was. I thought he played quite well actually. Um, put a couple of good balls in, and the cross on on Saturday was brilliant, wasn't it? He had a good game, I thought. Askins, did you see his lung busting run from one to the <laughs> other? Lung busting, I love that. Yeah, was he? He ran the length of the pitch. And uh, but did anything happen at the end of it? Uh, he put a cross in. I think. Well, that's all right then. That's fine. Sam Sam Hoskins is essentially our veteran now, isn't he? Yeah. He's a senior member of the squad, isn't he? Yeah, the old head, the calm old head. Seven years? Calm old head. Is... <laughs> He's not that old, is he? He's about 21. No, but the squad's a relatively young squad, isn't it, really? Yeah. So seven, was it seven years? Seven yeah. years of Sam. Seven, seven years, years of Sam. Of Sam. <laughs> that could be an album, couldn't it? That's the title of your next blog, Danny. <laughs> it's 28, by the way, so... There you go. See, that's quite testimonial old, coming up. Three more years and three more years. Three <laughs> more years. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I absolutely love it. Uh, no, I thought he played quite well on Saturday. I, I've watched the game back on iFollow um, on Sunday morning. Um, Can you do and, that? Yeah, yeah, I did it this afternoon as well. I enjoyed it. You guys are gluttons for punishment. Yeah, yeah well, but you, want, you, you say that, but this season it's a bit of a. 
bit of a nice little right. Hang on, treat. hang on. Like bit stop there. Treat. Not this season. We've only two games in. <laughs> Three. Your horses a little bit. Three games, Three games in. Yeah. Three games. You'll count that League Cup game, game Jeffy. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we won it. Yeah, yeah, but you know well, you get a little bit more entertainment. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the best bit about all of this is that Neil is actually well back up for watching the Cobblers again. Coventry obviously was a was a fabulous evening out for you, mate. Who knows? Who knew? I should say that Coventry was essentially <laughs> a football mecca. And <laughs> if you're struggling for your love of football, all you need to do is visit Coventry. Um, <laughs> there you go. That's that's the antidote. Um, yeah, I did. I had a, I had a good time. Yeah. Um, Coventry game. I, to be honest, I, once we got, once we'd parked, which by the way, I, I paid twelve pound for parking, which was the same price as the ticket. Ridiculous. Once we got in there, actually walked through the turnstiles. I was back on it straight away because there's quite a few fans in the concourse having a sing song. Not a lot of youth knocking around. Um, yeah, it was good. It was a good, good night. It's about nine hundred, wasn't there? Yeah, nine hundred or so. One, one of my favourite things was when Coventry scored. There was a at least fifty year old man in the Coventry end that took his shirt off and was swinging it around his head, celebrating <laughs> wildly at the Cobblers fans. And it, it, which at that point I did wonder, oh, this love of football might be going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen tits already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it was good. It was a, it was good. Uh, the, the fans were great actually, and. I did notice as well. I don't know whether obviously I didn't go to the, the Colchester game. I don't know if you, you lot did either, but I did wonder whether there's a bit more of a youthful following that following cobblers regularly now. Um, it I did have, seem that way. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, I've looked at the well, the two games. Um, plus, obviously, I was there at, at the Port Vale game. I mean, to be fair, where where Danny and I were sat. I mean, there was it was very youthful because Amelia was with me, but uh, and and the, the row behind us was was all youngsters wasn't it Danny but I have noticed that potentially it does look like there's quite an a, a young ish looking section of our support which uh which looks very good look bodes well I think for the future um why do you hate lots old of people, teenagers John? I don't hate old people I'm essentially what you just well. said you said you prefer to see young people in there no, I definitely did not say anything about referring you. young people. <laughs> can't believe you just said all. that, Charles, live on the podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, elderly people of the pods. No, I take no offence, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grandfather Neil has spoken. <laughs> 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 Who ironically is the oldest, but... <laughs> right, <laughs> Jeffy, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jeffy, with you. I'm going to make a TikTok or something. <laughs> <laughs> Go out on your hoverboard. <laughs> My what? Hoverboard. Hoverboard. Can you imagine? That's what all the kids on are these days. I would it? be a disaster. I would just break my neck or something. I feel like you'd probably crash into a seagull. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a seagull stole my ice cream yesterday as well. That was dramatic. Brilliant. Tick that off your bingo cards, everyone. The seagulls. Seagull, is, seagull story has happened. That is because seagulls are pricks. <laughs> Without question. Yeah, Without know, question. Definitely. I know that. So what do we make of the game? Because obviously the first sort of... Well, again, it was one of those games, wasn't it, where we we've sort of started a bit sheepishly, maybe not, and it's taken a bit of time to get into the game. Uh, we've scored, and then we've held on for dear life by the sounds of what many people, including Tim Oglethorpe, made it sound like on the radio. I will say as well, um, watching it back on iFollow, it I, I don't think we really looked like we were threatened until the horse 
decided to um, take one for the team on, what was it, about 83, 84 minutes, something like that. So it was only that last 10 minutes where we looked like we might concede. Yeah, they had that one chance, didn't they, though, where they went through and was it Wirupu or something, whoever it was, went through and Pardon? Roberts made a it decent, was, a good save. Mr. Whippy. Mr. Whippy went through. <laughs> well, no, he cut in, Roberts made a really good save. I think he played really well, actually, odd. Roberts, we'll talk about him later, him later I'm sure. But that was all. I, I thought they were pretty poor, to be honest, watching it back. Who, Colchester? Yeah. Like, we weren't great, but I don't think Colchester were up too much at all. I think that's good, though, isn't it? If we're not, if we, I mean, we we did enough, you know, but I think yeah, we, yeah. Probably, we probably should have scored a couple more before they started coming back into it properly. Um, Tete should have scored two. Yeah. He, I mean, he had two. Cabamba, actually. Should Kabamba's have scored one. Well, yeah, that was the one. And the highlights, I thought we should have really scored that, to be honest. But um, it took a deflection, didn't it, for a corner? Mm. Henna said, didn't he, that <clears throat> I think he said at half time that he felt there was a few more gears that we could go up, which I guess is a positive sign. But um, I think we need to make use of those if we've got them. Um, because I think. The it's... gears, is that, Jeffy? You mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because if we get. I mean, for example, if you. we, we These first 10 games, arguably 20. Until you've played every everyone, or I haven't met, was it twenty four? Until you've played everybody, mm-hmm. you, you don't know who's going to be at the top of the league, do you? Really? Until everyone has played everyone, you haven't got a real good, solid sense of what's going to go on. It's kind of the the cliche is that you know where you are at Christmas. If you're still, if you're in a relegation battle at Christmas, or if you're in towards the playoffs at Christmas, you've got a decent shot. Which is generally, obviously, we have miraculous things happen every now and again, but generally, it kind of follows that thread, doesn't it? And I think it's really important that we make use of the gears because what we don't want to do is be one of those teams that doesn't get out of first gear and then better teams come along 10, 15 games down the line and tear us to shreds. And then it's almost like all this good work that's happening now would would unthread because I think what's mm. happening now is really, really positive and really, really good. But I think making use of those gears would be would be really good as well. Can I say something that might be a little bit controversial? <laughs> but no, Is it about elderly it- people again? <laughs> <laughs> it's not no um it feels all very colin calderwood at it the moment. does doesn't it no i don't know i don't think it does no There's, we've got does. more intent than we did under colin i think under colin it was more if you went one nil up we made a point of defending where i think like we never really got hold of the game second half on saturday but i don't think we ever sat back it was more we just didn't get hold of it in the midfield and it, it turned into a bit of a scrap. I think under Colin, it was a lot like purposely defensive where I think this is more like we are going to try and make chances. We are going to try and go for seconds. And that was against Port Vale as well, the same sort of thing. So I think I it think, is a little bit different. I think okay. purposeful defending comes perfectly under the bracket of Sean Dyche. Yes. Do you know what I mean? True, yeah. Exactly what Danny's saying, so that it was purposeful because you have people like Sean Dyche, which is the difference this year as well, isn't it? Because our defence is... I know we're going to come on to it, but our central defence is, is <clears throat> a markup, shall we say? Just a bit. I mean, <laughs> I mean Sutton sweep would be a markup. So. <laughs> <laughs> we had last the thing yeah, is, we've got them, no legs. <laughs> the thing is with them is that you feel comfortable having Guthrie and Horsfall. I've not seen Sid Nelson, but he does have great hair. So, and so uh, does the horse, perfectly... by the way. Can we just talk about yeah. that? <clears throat> well, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, is that I'll be quite happy when when Sid has to come in next week against Rochdale because 
He's got great hair. So uh, I'm, you hear, I'm fully trusting in the hair. Did you hear Oglethorpe talking about uh, the horse's hair? Is he stealing our lines again? No, stealing don't worry. No, no, absolutely not. Don't worry. Um, but it, essentially, he was saying he he was pointing to the fact that because because the horse has got nice hair shows that he's a confident lad. Yes, I heard that. I was a bit confused <laughs> oh, by it. In my well. head, I was like, I think I've got pretty nice hair, but I'm not a confident lad at all. So I don't think you can attribute nice hair to confidence. What's that say about Danny? Oh, well, he's got a nice beard. <laughs> <laughs> on the subject uh, of the horse not as nice as his brother but yeah come on <laughs> <laughs> very funny go on Jeffy on the subject of the horse um, I I think this red card thing probably needs addressing because um, I think John Brady touched on it in his post-match didn't he I kind of think he did take one for the team and, and <laughs> I think I actually don't mind, and it, and it's very rare, I think, for a, a football fan to actually put their logical head on and say, "Do you know what? That we don't mind that." I mean, if that's not happening mm. every week, then I can live with that. I can live with him throwing effectively a player away as long as you're going to be able to see something like that out. I think it's really important. But I think, on that note, I want to compare. I think this season and last season. So, can you imagine the horse letting that lad past and not? taking one for the team and then standing up against Mitchell and the outcome. If he'd have let him go against Roberts, what would be the outcome? Would they be different? Yes, we know that. All right, maybe, you know, maybe that might change in time when they start gelling a little bit more and the, the trust is there because I, I genuinely believe that had the horse let him through anyway, I, I think it probably would have been saved. But that's hindsight, isn't it? But I think he probably made the right decision on what he could see. It was so obvious that he was going to get have the run and he was on goal side, wasn't he? It's only, the right, it's only the right decision, isn't it, on the basis that we won. If we'd have lost two yeah. if we'd have lost two one, then he'd been absolutely pillared. Absolutely. Not, not pillared, yeah. pilfered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a lovely Mullard. catch to be fair. To him. <laughs> yeah, it was a great <laughs> catch. No, but if you need a third choice keeper, it was a, it was a To be honest, it was it was <laughs> probably the best save Better than any save Jonathan Mitchell made last season. <laughs> Love how he just walked off as well. That didn't complain. Well, you got it off. Yeah. It's that yeah, thing. Look, you're either a, you're either a hero or you're a, a villain. A villain. Right? Yeah. He's, he's, he, luckily, we held on. But if we'd have lost two one, then he would have got a lot of stick. Um, so it reminds me, of, actually, a lot of. Sorry, Danny. It reminds. On. Do you remember? Do you remember Billy Sharp's goal against us? For Rushton, oh, blanked where, out, Charles. It never oh, happened. Yes, yeah. Well, Luke, I'm just saying really. that that is something that Luke Chambers should have done. Not necessarily handled the ball because I can't remember exactly, but he should have done something to yeah. take that red card. He was clean for the me, team, and the horse, in my opinion, did the right thing there. However, the one thing that I will say is that he should now definitely be working on his positioning for yeah. future. It was quite uh, Hoskins esque at the Mansfield game, wasn't it? Was it? If it Hoskins well, was a was a foul, wasn't it? He didn't have Yeah, but he took yeah, him yeah. down because he knew he was. No, pro- it was a professional foul. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, I think I do think that with this one. I mean, look, like Neil says, we won the game, and so therefore it, it becomes, you know, a, almost a, irrelevant, a great isn't kind it? Of, yeah, a, yeah. A, you know, it's a good thing. It, it you could argue that it potentially saved us at least two points. Um, but then but if, if Nelson had, doesn't work next week, is it going to lose us three points? 
Well, th- I mean? this is it, it isn't it? I mean, there is that thing. You've you've got to look on. You know, it isn't just the fact that we lost him for the last sort of seven minutes plus injury time. We also lose him for the next match. So therefore, there is that little bit of thing. And 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 also, if it happens and he gets a red card again later on in the season, that will be an extra game ban on top because he's already had one red card. Can we also discuss that it was Trevor Kettle, so he might not have got sent off in the first place anyway? He's always red card ready. That's what he that's, is. That's what he's known as, red card ready Trev. <laughs> <laughs> he's got it tattooed on his hand. Just yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. It it's like if anyone, think... if anyone at home asks him something and he doesn't want to do it or it's a no, he doesn't respond, he gets his red card out. I so do love the it. fact that we went on Kettle Watch, didn't we, for last yes. week? And then he's a week later, he's straight back in. Yeah, straight back in. It's, I wonder. I, I really want this to be like a complete a feature every single week, Danny, where we just do g- kettle watch. Just follow kettle around. Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, wasn't convinced. He'll probably be at our game every single week. <laughs> he must be local to the Midlands area because he seems to always turn up at Sixfield, whether wanted or not. Oh, bless you, Dad. Daddy, that's so mean. Well, Charles was eating him before the, we started recording. Eating him? Yeah, I had a nice Trevor Kettle chip. Yeah. He, he choked on it as well, which is did, relatively choked. ironic. It's because he tried getting his card out. Yeah, yeah. I've just Googled Trevor Kettle to see what's, find out where he's from. Uh, <laughs> his whole address is there, be careful. It's not, no. I stumbled across a petition called... The removal of Trevor Kettle from refereeing football matches. Oh, um, oh no. Seems oh, Trevor Kettle. Uh, Come on. Breakspear first, surely. Get rid of him. If you're one... going to get rid of a uh, referee, get rid of him first. Crikey. We've got 1,819 have signed it. That's almost as many as Colchester got on Saturday. That's true. Which, by the way, that's shocking for your first game. Oh, they, they strike me as a team that's just waiting to go to the conference. Oh, they're... And they flirted with it, didn't they, last year? But, yeah, they I mean, just the team me. was team was poor. Poor team. Today. I've got a couple oh. of people, haven't they? Like Freddie Sears. Yeah, but he, he didn't put that, that away. That's what I mean. Like, you know, what are just, you doing? Yeah. Signing. You look, He's not your future. You look at who Alan, they've signed and where they've come from. Yeah, they've Alan all judge, come yeah. from either Ipswich or South End, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. So they're, they're all just local to them. Small thinking. It's, it's, they're, 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 they're the sort of club that disgusts me, actually. Oh, strong. They do. Strong. Like, it's a solar stadium. I don't know ours is a solar stadium, but at least we get five and a half thousand, give or take. So it's got a bit of atmosphere and stuff. Theirs is it's dead. Mm. Colchester's not even a particularly nice place. Mm. And Nubla, Although, usually, Nubla usually causes us problems, though, but even he's a bit of a journeyman now, isn't he? Yeah. You know, like, and, I mean, do you remember Layer Road, was it? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that was a football stadium. That was the, that was the best, worst ground. Yeah, that's exactly been. how to yeah. describe it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the best shithole I've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> Neil knows his shitholes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting because, I mean, not that anybody was defending the attendance um, from, like, the Colchester fan base, but um, a couple of the, the the fanzines or the the podcast views on the use, I think it is. Um, they said that their average attendance for 2019 was three and a half thousand. Now, yes. okay, it's not that much more than what was there on Saturday, which was 2,700, I think. But considering it's their first home game back. After 18 months of no football, um, 
bar a couple of games and a couple of friendlies, to lose, you know, sort of what, seven, eight hundred fans is ridiculous. You, I mean, go and look at what we had at Six Hills. That was 5-8, wasn't it, I think, was the attendance for Port Vale. I know Port Vale took about a thousand or just over, didn't they? But if you go back to, you know, that Mansfield game, which was our last game in League Two beforehand, you know, I would imagine that that was closer to 5,000 than 6,000 people at that match. Mm-hmm. So we have gained fans, not, not gained fans, but, you know, we've gained bums on seats. Although the problem they've got with it as well is it's te- what, a 10,000 seater stadium. When you've only got 2,000 in, it's an awful atmosphere. Oh. And it, it I mean, the Cobblers fans were brilliant. You can yeah. hear them on the radio. Yes. You know, the Col- Colchester fans, you didn't know that they were even there. First bit of Colin and John. John's going it up. was. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it a lot. By the way, the Colchester Stadium mm. is the 30th, 30th best thing to do on TripAdvisor in Colchester. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's saying something, isn't it? 30th. I, d- I can't believe that there's actually 30 good things to do in Colchester. Yeah, it, it looks a very pretty well. I, I said Colchester's but, not even that nice place, but actually looking at looking at it, it looks like a quite a nice area. Um oh. You say that, Charles, but we were one of the 20 top influencers in Northampton, so that says a lot as well. <laughs> well, that tells Deserved. you everything you need to know. <laughs> Deserved, I think you'll find that, that is. Uh, <laughs> um, did you see the Colchester chairman yeah. has uh, released a statement on the back of the fact that, obviously, not just Cobblers fans, but Colchester fans were saying how ridiculous the ticketing situation is like these match permits and how many steps you had to go through to actually even get one and you know I I think like one of the things he's saying is that basically he disagrees with the fact that you know the government have have opened Britain close your stadium then close your stadium if you're not happy yeah if you don't yeah if you're not happy close it just close it down anyway so he's basically saying that he's determined to keep everybody safe so he's going on a one-man campaign to keep you know, COVID secure in that particular part of the world. And and like, in a way, I, I can't turn around and have a go at him for that. But and I, I just think to myself, for goodness sake, look what you're doing. I mean, oh, it was one thing that he did say in that thing was that, you know, he he believes that it was the health and safety of, you know, people, the fans that attend the games is more important than the financial hit that they will inevitably take through going through with this stance. And I think that is admirable, that he is prepared to shoulder that financial burden as long as he actually is prepared to shoulder Absolutely. it. Because um, if he turns around in like six months' time and starts going, well, we can't afford to pay the tax man, and it's all because, well, not necessarily all because of what he's done, but partly because of the decisions that he's made and then he decides to walk away, that's going to be a disgrace for a team like them. And also as well, I think it's really important that you you stay connected to certain fans by way of, of definition in, in, in how they socialise because we, we've talked about this quite a lot actually on, on podcasts is that you can almost split football fans down the middle, can't you? You've got a younger audience that's that use social media and and are really good at you know your whizzes with your technology but then you've got the really old blokes and old women that have been to football matches for 70 years and they just want a ticket to watch their get their club play 
and they and they, I actually saw somebody say on social media, a Colchester fan saying there was an old man outside the ticket office that didn't understand how to buy a ticket. Mm. That's outrageous. That's yeah. outrageous that the fans that have. I, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of that. I don't. I can't verify that, but it is outrageous that you can outmarket a whole group of fans and and I, I that yeah. doesn't sit well and I'm not a Colchester fan I never will be I don't like the place on 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 terms of football but I to stand by and watch that happen that's just outrageous that cannot happen yeah it's not um, agreed it's not too dissimilar well I suppose it is a little bit but I had real issues at, at Coventry trying to buy a ticket because I didn't actually buy my tickets before going because it was a relatively late decision to go and then when we I knew you could pay on the gate so when I got there, I checked with a steward. Oh, can you use card on the gate? No, you can't use card on the gate. All right, that's fair enough. I'll queue up for the ticket office, buy my ticket first. So I stood in the queue for the ticket office, waited probably about 10 minutes. It's quite a big queue, actually. And then a steward came up to me because you could obviously, my lads had their cobbler shirts on. So you could obviously see, mm. he was like, oh, yeah, you know, you can't buy away tickets here. And I was like, okay, well, well, how am I supposed to get into the game? Because I can't use my card on the turnstile, but I can't buy a ticket from the ticket office. So he was like, well, you have to go and find a cash point. <laughs> brilliant yeah thanks so it's, it seems to be a football thing that it's, it's for some for whatever reason it's quite hard sometimes to because i don't think we take for away fans at cobblers we don't take card on the turnstile do we no but we've got a porter cabin out the back of the south stand isn't it that you which can, will which take like, card yeah. as the ticket office yeah. so i mean you know i, I mean look, i mean that kind of brings us on doesn't it to the whole thing like i completely missed getting to actually watch the game on saturday and it's another thing where I think that football just seems to make it really difficult for the fans to actually enjoy the sport and to actually do the thing. Now, I mean, this is my opinion, is that like I would quite happily pay to be able to watch those games. Like, I'm not going to travel all the way down to Colchester from my home. That's that's ridiculous. I'm, you know, it's a, that's a full, that's more than a full day of travelling for just 90 minutes in Essex. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, cool. Neil's no paid thanks. less for that than ninety minutes. Then, yeah. <laughs> ninety minutes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, to me, it's very, very backward and very out of. They're out of date and they're out of touch. And they're still football as a <clears throat> whole thing for me. Especially just hearing what uh, Neil has said about getting a ticket of commentary. Well, you know, that's so. That's so last century. It really is. Oh, I mean, yeah. come on, just just make things, make it as accessible as possible for as many people. Surely that's what so, <clears throat> it should be about. So here, here's a, here's a thing for you that let's compare two things, right? So I couldn't watch, I couldn't go to like you, Charles. Couldn't go to Colchester because it's like seven hundred miles, with mm-hmm. no exaggeration at all. Um, so for me, like you, it's an entire day. I would have done it actually um, if if. Sean would have done it. I would have gone, but it just so happens that he didn't want to do it, so I didn't do it. So I sat here on um, Saturday and thought, oh, we haven't got iFollow. Then I thought, oh, what about the radio? You don't get the coverage on the radio. So when I was tiny and we played in the playoffs against Bristol Rovers, Sean asked my uncle to put the radio on and he put his mobile phone next to the radio to listen to the commentary. We have not moved on since that time in terms of accessibility for a football match. No, so, I mean, uh, I, you can pay way. for iFollow to do the of radio course you for can. you. But of course you to, can. But again, that, that's money. Mm-hmm. 
But we've not moved on as a society when the world and social issues have completely changed in that 20, 25 years. I, I can't understand, as a football fan of a lower league club, I just cannot fathom the fact that we are, we are denied access by not going. And like I said before, it's not going to change attendances. We've proven that by the, the massive attendances we're getting up and down the country in the last couple of weeks. I mean, you've got Bristol Rovers fans and us taking nearly a 1,000 fans to their away games in League Two. It's not going to change that fan base and that want and that desire to go and watch a football match. What it's changing is the accessibility, and that's not on. That's, that's really wrong. It's just a shambles that you can't... By the way, to go to your point, Jeffy, it's a shambles that you can't listen... I don't know, it's not... the. The, the club's fault, by the way, but no, it's, it's not a, at all. It's a shambles that you can't listen to the radio over the internet. Yeah, to the commentary. Oh, genuinely, it's it it's twenty twenty one. Like it's ridiculous. I think it's an argument, isn't there? That that the club make money through the you buying the iFollow thing. That's why. But I do agree that why is it that people can pay who have paid for their license fee? Because it's on the BBC. Yeah, they were in Northamptonshire. They can right. listen to it, but I can't just simply because I live in a different part of the country. It's not like I'm going to turn on BBC Radio Manchester and listen to that instead. Yeah, you know, I'm not yeah. listening to that regardless. Do you know what I mean? I, I would, truth be told, I only listen to BBC Radio Northampton or local BBC radio for football. And therefore, the only station that I listen to is Radio Northampton. And also, but I have to do that by by paying forty five pound a year for the privilege for iFollow. Now, the, the, you know, in a way, I don't have an issue with that because that money, or at least a portion of it, will go to the cobblers, or at least I hope it does. But yeah, I, I just kind of think, well, hang on a minute, my dad, if he doesn't go to a game, like an away game, can sit in his sit in his house, put the radio on. And he can listen to it there. I just, I, I agree with you, Nick. I think it is a bit. I just uh, don't get it. I just, yeah. Some of the stuff in within football and the stuff that we're they're talking about, like the three pm blackout and all that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. and it's things like that. It's like fuck you now. Come on. We're going to do actually a, a whole episode. So this month's extra time, which is available on um, Patreon.com forward slash Cobblers to Me, um, is going to be all about the 3 p.m. blackout and, and all of this, that, and the other. So if you want to listen to that, then um, head over to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me and um, sign up from as little as £2 a month. Um, let's just go back to this game at Colchester. There are a couple of things that I really enjoyed. Um, and I'm wondering which one is your favourite out of these, Danny. <laughs> you know so, which was my favourite, Charles. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do, to be fair. So was it uh, Tim Oglethorpe saying that Colchester had been denied by a combination of eggs yeah. instead of legs? <laughs> yeah. Egg, 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 egg. egg. <laughs> um, another Tim Oglethorpe um, amazingness, and I enjoyed this, following up from uh, last Saturday where the whole Six Hills crowd sort of thought the game had ended before it actually had three times, no less. Um, Tim Oglethorpe had a false ending to the match this time, uh, to which Luke Graham replied, I was going to say you came too early, but that would have been inappropriate. Um, <laughs> On the BBC, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> or the other thing was uh, was Jay Mills's comedy throwing, oh, which was your favourite. <laughs> <laughs> if you've not seen it, you can catch it on iFollow. You go to 70 minutes exactly. And the, <laughs> he's literally just tried to take a throne and dropped it behind his neck. 
and for some reason he gets to take it again because it's not an official foul throw or something. But it was it was <laughs> it's it not was, an official foul throw. I like no, it. he got to take he got to do it again to the apoplecticness of the Colchester fans. They got lively for a couple of seconds, but that was <laughs> that was incredible. Enjoyed all that 20 thoroughly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Oglethorpe also so there's a hat trick of Tim Oglethorpe moments. Talking about Trevor Kettle, he called him a bag of chuckles, <laughs> uh, which I think is quite quite fun. Um Lovely. Um, well, I mean, I, I'm just pleased. I can't believe that we've won three games in a row, to be honest. Oh, isn't it um, so refreshing to actually sit here? And, and do you know what? It, it's like we're, we're not just winning, we're winning. And the way we're winning is really, really lovely. And when we, I mean, backs against the wall massively against Colchester, but actually with intent. Like I was saying to Sean on the way back from um, our first game, it was like... It, it it sounds quite ridiculous, but it, it, with the comparison to the vast majority of the last two seasons, it basically took your breath away, didn't it? Because you were like, oh my God, this is really good. And it, it and actually, do you know what? When we look back, we're a team that's building, so it probably won't look that good if we, we keep going the way we're going. Um, but it's just so nice to be able to actually enjoy a game of football and and feel excited about it and and not feel disappointed or bored by it which was a lot of what we felt and we were so disconnected I think that boredom kind of took over didn't it but the idea that we've got a a bunch of players that when they string a few passes together properly it is brilliant to watch it really is yeah I think um I do think that last, you know, that disconnect that you're talking about, a lot of that stems from the fact that we weren't able to go to the game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I, I completely see your point. Absolutely. Um, so last week, guys, um, Danny and I started a brand new feature um, where we take a look around the rest of League Two for any any little things that, that stand out to us um, over the weekend. Is it just League and Two you're looking at? Just League Two. Just okay, League fair. Two, yeah. Um, and we, we've got a few. Got a couple of corkers. Um, although Ashley none of them Corpus. actually. Um, <laughs> so a, a nice little nod, I think, to former Cobblers midfielder Chris Lines, who scored at Bristol Rovers um, on, on Saturday. Obviously, hit the team that he supports. Um, just a little nod to that. He was just about to celebrate that he remembered, didn't he? Oh, oh, do you think? Oh, hang on a minute. No, I no, support no. this team. Yeah, yeah. He tucked it away and then he was, he was you could tell he, he flinched a little bit and he was just about to, but then stopped himself. Do, do you think players, what, what's your thoughts on players not celebrating goals, Neil? Do you have an opinion on it? Get on with it. Celebrate. <laughs> I think uh, it's slightly uh, ridiculous. Uh, no, no. I think it's slightly no. different. That's yes, because you live in Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not think though that could be the if that was the last goal that he ever scores and he didn't celebrate, you'd regret it. Like, you? It's that if you play, it's a it's a business, right? And I know, like if I was a, I mean, obviously I never would be and never will be, but if I was a professional footballer and playing for, I don't know, <laughs> imagine Neil as a professional Mansfield against against Cobblers and I scored, I'd celebrate. Of course I would. I'd be happy that my team scored. It doesn't mean that I suddenly hate the Cobblers or anything like that. It's this whole not celebrating thing. I don't like it's it's like look at me i'm so such a great great guy i'm not going to celebrate that goal i'm such a great person fuck off celebrate it <laughs> that's very roy keen of you <laughs> it's true i think i don't, yeah, I don't roy, like it roy keen agrees with you oh, oh absolutely well, maybe i'll change my mind then <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it, i think it's like if it's just a former club I, I can see your point but if it's someone like that you've got a history of supporting and stuff i think it's slightly different no, i wouldn't yeah. celebrate against the cobblers i don't think i would in, in front of the East End. 
<laughs> Charles would go and give it large to all the RAPs. Yeah. <laughs> Lob some Werther's originals into the crowd. I'd stored down his sock. Stuck on that. Stuck yeah. on that. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Ash Taylor, news. Um, yes. <laughs> Incredible news. He's uh, he's bottom of the league and he's already upsetting his teammates. It's all their fault, apparently. Uh, but but have you noticed, though, that the uh, Walsall fans believe that it's because he's really riled up and, and wants to get it? <laughs> get Give it time. The Give it time. They'll I'm learn. like, ah, yeah, you just yeah. wait. Well, what tickled me more so than, than something like this should have done is I did see a Walsall fan on Twitter call him Gash Taylor. <laughs> yes. It had me like, it's such a stupid little thing and so obvious, but it had me laughing for about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> football's back everyone yeah. <laughs> Danny and another thing here the last thing here from around Lee 2 I'm a bit unsure about this one right. you said that there was a wonder goal yeah. in the Barrow versus Hartlepool game yeah yeah. a Frandes from... Zanzala yeah. oh, I mean great name it. I'll give him that I don't, I've watched it I, I was expecting a lot more well, what were you expecting he's, he's well, beat about four people down the wing no, no he's run down the wing <laughs> Right, this is this is right. I'm going to describe to you guys because I know you probably haven't watched it, have you, Neil? No, I know. So, no, no, you've been expecting Neil to have watched the Barrow the, highlights. Barrow highlights. Not, absolutely, haven't even crossed my mind. I did this because I saw that you'd written this on the running order, Danny, and I thought it must be an amazing goal then if for you to write this on the running order for us to talk about. And so I, I, I went onto the Sky Sports app and pressed play on it. So basically, what happens is is the ball gets gets kicked down the right hand side, the right wing for uh, for Barrow and uh, Zanzala chases after this long ball down the wing uh, yeah he's left someone on their ass first yeah 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 okay well you know but that's just because he's quick Sam Hoskins is quick mm-hmm. he then cuts inside yeah. to uh, get himself into the box yeah. um, straightens up a little bit more and then places his shot into the far corner of the, the, the net he it's not it. a wonder goal oh it is it doesn't sound like a wonder goal. So it's it's oh, definitely go and, go and not at, a wonder let, goal. Right, let us know what you think, everyone. Write in. Write some letters it's, and tell us. There's absolutely right, no sure way that that's a wonder goal. Absolutely yeah, no Charles, way. Not having it. There's no way that Netherlands is a dark horse, but you still went with it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> that doesn't make you right. <laughs> Get him in. The It's All Cobblers to Me fan club is here. Join for more podcasts, meetups and our community Slack channel. Go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me and join from just £2 a month. This month, Charles is chatting to NTFC Assistant Media Officer Jamie Duncan on Meet the Staff. Our first episode of Extra Time comes out and join Danny for his first quiz of the season on Sunday the 29th. And for all that and more, join our fan club at patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Now, last week, if you remember, we invited you to send us a jingle for the post bag and that the best one will win a signed Cobblers football. Well, we've had our first entry. Yes. Ooh, Are you ready for jingle. this? Is it from Andreas? It's not from Andreas. No, I don't think Andreas is listening. Oh, come on, Andreas. Right, someone needs to hit him up on Twitter. You can say, come on, Andreas. He's not listening, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very good point and it's well made. <laughs> Uh, I, I just uh, I'm going to play you this jingle. So it's not actually post bag related, but it's just generic pod jingle. But uh, you're going to love it. When I was young and had no sense, I bought a phone for fifty pence. The only pod it would play 
was it's all cobblers to me on a Tuesday. Singing I, I, yippee, yippee, I love the pod. Singing I, I, yippee, yippee, I. Well, that is tremendous. Oh, that was excellent. That is. That is. That is. That is a hundred Jeffy Stellin points. Who's that from? That's brilliant. That, that's uh, that's thanks to Jonathan Hillier. Go on, Jonathan. Absolute masterpiece. I loved it. That has set the standard. It that, has set that a good little standard, clip that. is probably. I haven't done anything that talented in my all of my thirty-eight years alive. <laughs> and Jonathan's just knocked it out in what 10, 15 seconds. <laughs> But well, did sorry. dangerous, <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> oh dear! Well, look, that that opens the competition. I mean, it's brilliant. Um, so obviously we we've got. I've got it here. Hang on. Have you? It's in this. It's in this bag. What's he getting? Are you getting the balls out, Charles? He's getting, getting the balls out. out. Getting it out. Getting it signed. By the way, you you completely missed. The, the Barrow Wonder Goal aside, Danny, did you realise that they they had a player called Dimitri C? Yes. Come yeah, on. They were, de- they were debating on the on the question whether it's C or say. The the, uh, the first line of the BBC report is substitute Dimitri C left Hartlepool feeling sick. Very clever. <laughs> really oh, that clever. is there incredible. You go. Very clever. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Hey, Keith Kelly, um, we wanted to sign him up, wouldn't he? <laughs> get it well that way. Get, get, that way. get well, Keith. He's still yeah, got the COVID, soon, hasn't Keith. he? Keith, Come Keith, on, Keith, Keith. So this ball, Danny, you'll be pleased to know. Yeah, uh, it is signed by none other than uh, Joseph Mills. Mm, but it's signed by everyone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I should hope and... so. If it's a signed ball, it's not just Charles yeah. just pretending to write people's <laughs> names on it. <laughs> uh, Jeffy. Yeah. Your, your new favourite player. We it. need to talk about this. My new favourite human player. Absolutely. As opposed to your robotic favourite human, <laughs> your favourite player. Uh, Literal legend. Super Sam. Super Sam has new signed animal. it. And no less. He's at his sign- Do you want to know what Sam Hoskins' signature looks like? Does he put a number in it? They all put a number in it, in fairness. Oh, I, I, I can't. You can't have a go. Every The reason why I know who signed it is because they've all put their squad number on it. Which is uh, which is fine. Um, uh, I don't know if I'm I'm, I'm all right with that, Charles. I'm, I'm not, not sure I am either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fine. Your I... on it. Come on. Um, they wouldn't sign. So a, they I... wouldn't sign a check like that, would they? <laughs> I hope. I really want them to do that. I reckon Ronaldo does. <laughs> yeah, maybe Ronaldo. You probably get away with it, but you couldn't. CR you seven. Couldn't that's all he signs. CR seven. Ronaldo right, was writing checks, is he? Writing <laughs> 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 checks. His body counting cash. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, so Sam Hoskins actually signs his name Super Sammy Hoskins. Does he? Very good. Does he actually, but wouldn't it be say. good? It'd be amazing if he did. I think he should. Uh, loads and loads and loads. Of, well, pretty much the entire squad are on here, so you'd love to win this. Um, so all you've got to do, and all we're asking to do, is just like John C did, um, do us a jingle. Do us preferably do us a jingle for the post bag. So things to include would be maybe the email address, which is it's all cobblers at gmail.com. Bulging. Um, yeah, bulging. Bulging. Bulging is a great place to go. I love the fact that John T went and put it into a song though. Oh, so if you want to do that, that's that's really good. I like that. If anybody um, can do it to a David Snedden song, then oh, I would You're obsessed. You are <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> no, into, I told you, Charles, I'm getting him into every pod this season. Automatic yeah, disqualification did. if anyone does it to a David Snedden song. <laughs> Come on, Snedden. Come on, oh, Snedden. Dear. <laughs> wow. Dear me. Oh, Our title. Come from bad to worse. Uh, <laughs> get your Snedden so, yeah, do. Get us that. All you need to do is do your... 
Do your jingle, make it an MP3, and send it to it's all cobblers at gmail.com. Right, let's dip into the post bag, shall we? Uh, oh dear. Danny, um, you're here, so yep. go ahead and dip. <laughs> dip in. I'm going there. Um, dip in. Don't double dip. Yeah, no, oh, no. Whatever you do, don't do that. I've got an email, Charles. Have we? Um, this is handy for the email. Who section. knew? Yeah. Uh, Robert Sammons, who I believe is father of Matt Sammons. He is, yeah. Um, Matt Sammons, who would have absolutely no idea who David Snedden is. Um, Maybe Matt Sammons <laughs> is David Snedden. Could never seen in the same room. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, Robert Sammons says, Hi, it's all cobblers to me, team. Uh, good to finally meet up with Charles on Saturday. Nice to be able to say that I met you before your last career move into the work of modelling. Nice pick in the cron. Th- thoughts on Saturday. Just a joy to be back enjoying the match day experience again. This is last Saturday, I assume. Um, mm-hmm. being, good f- being good for nothing on Sunday brought it home the most for me, following a lunchtime start in the Sixfields Tavern the day before. A solid cobbler's win followed by a few more beers and a late evening trip into town for a meal out to round the day off. That sounds oh, beautiful. Yeah. Nice. All that was missing was an early morning finish in Groove or Chicago's. <laughs> Not Chicago's. quite ready for that, Jack. I don't think Chicago's is still there, is it? No, no, it's still. Yeah, yeah went same R. way as Chevy's, didn't it? Yeah. Oh. R.I.P. Uh, Roll of Honor before the match was a real choker. Well done to whoever put that together. And unfortunately, more and more familiar faces from around Sixfields are appearing on them each year, even if I don't know them personally. Couldn't help but make me reflect after the last 18 months that life is for living. So I should stop moaning and start enjoying things that life and the cobblers can offer. But then, <laughs> I found myself midway through the first half when the lunchtime beer effect starts to fade, looking at the still unfinished East stand, thinking I don't like the look of our strikers. Midfield looks lightweight. The defence looked shaky, but the keeper looked okay. He hadn't touched the ball yet. Then remembering this was my first proper cobbler's game in 18 months, rather than moaning or calling for the manager or shouting at a player, a bolt of electricity went through my Ooh. head, like in the film Painful. yesterday. And all those years of hurt supporting the cobblers did not matter and were erased. Instead, I found myself being positive, encouraging, and even singing. Even the East Stand looked a nice place to be. I can't. How many beers did he have? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it won't take long to sink back into the old habits, but for one day only, it was brilliant to hear no negativity around Sixfields, and it was just a joy to be there. The noise when the goal went in was just brilliant. So I don't usually email, but thought I would, just as a reminder to myself, if nothing else, so if ten in 10 games time, if things haven't gone well on the pitch, I can remember it's a lot better to support, encourage, and enjoy football rather than sit here and moan and I probably have been guilty of that in years gone by. Hope we can meet up for a pod away day soon. Oh, Keep up nice. the good work with the pod, and let's be positive. And that includes Neil. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what he's saying there, do you? Seems a bit harsh, doesn't it? It does, yeah. doesn't it? Some great um, there, though. <laughs> uh, boys, we've we've had one. Um, another email, all the way from Buffalo in New York. Oh. Did they send any wings? Uh, no, unfortunately not, Neil. Um, yeah, I don't think they would have got through customs, unfortunately. Uh, this is from Kevin King. Hi, Kevin. Um, okay. Fan from Buffalo, New York here. Seven hours from New York City, so not the real New York, he says. Uh, I arrived in my fanhood equal parts because of playing FIFA and Shaquille O'Neal shouting you out 
on social media yes, after winning Jack. the league in 2016. <laughs> it led me to research the history of Northampton, both city and the club. It's a town, but never mind, we'll let you off. And there are lots of similarities with the area I live in and our sports teams. It was impossible to follow the lower leagues before I follow, so now here I am all in with my three-year-old son being a cobbler in the crowd at Wembley. Oh, oh, oh go on, Kevin. Oh, I hope he wasn't next to Neil and looking at the spring part of the fixtures list. So maybe by then we can travel over and make him a real cobbler oh. in the crowd. The newest episode really resonated with me as you brought your daughter to her first match. Hearing about her excitement and your excitement to see her joy over her first match is one of the things I've missed most these 18 months over here. In a world of a trillion sports podcasts, you guys really, really have a wonderful show, and I just identify a little with all of you. You guys combine to represent a great cross-section of fanhood, the unwavering hope, the unwavering passion, and a certain someone <laughs> unwavering pessimism. For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> thanks for doing the show thanks for the laughs and thanks for growing my fanhood Ooh. cheers and warm <laughs> cheers and warm thoughts until we meet Kevin yes. oh, come on Kevin what, what a legend that is. We, we've got to get Kevin over come on Kevin get him in get him in Kevin right and in. Kelvin should uh, combine over in the States and travel yes. over for a game Good. can we also have that on wherever you advertise the pod, Charles, can we have? Mm. It's Twitter. all cobblers to me. We'll grow your fanhood. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, I mean, look. I, one thing that this has made me do right is that actually thinking about it, that's that's the first. Uh, how how do I put this? Overseas cobbler, I think that we've had contact us for a little while, and I'd love to know because I know that there are plenty of cobblers fans that that aren't in the uk so i'd love to know where you're listening from and i think the a really nice way of doing this would be to maybe um if you are from somewhere that is outside of the uk let us know and what we'll do is we'll do we'll do something a little bit special so um kevin thanks so much for listening and uh, in honor of you being from buffalo in new york it's my pleasure to announce that you are the cobbler's pod ambassador now for the buffalo uh, area of New York State. I I think that'd be quite good. So if you want to become a Cobblers Pod ambassador, and you're from a different part of the world, um, if you're from Northampton, then you're going to have to narrow it down a little bit. I think uh, there's going to be an awful lot of people doing that. We um, need to find keep... out whose um, Kevin's son's name is, so we can be the junior ambassador for Buffalo, New York. Well, you know, he'll obviously like like most uh, heirs. He'll he'll be you know he'll take over the role. Uh, Benito his name day. though, so we can oh, yeah, we can officially yeah. title him. But if he, hold on, so. if he started if he started sort of following us in 2016, I imagine his son's probably called Wilder. Yeah, <laughs> or Chris, or, or Alan, or Chris, yeah, or John yeah. Joe, or Rico, John Joe, <laughs> flip flop, <laughs> flip flop, <laughs> yes, flip flop. <laughs> oh dear! Imagine if you had twins. Flip and flop. Oh, absolutely. Keep sending your emails in to itsallcobblers at gmail.com or you can go on cobblers2me.com as well and go to the contact us section and uh, and write one there. Um, and you can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or podchaser.com uh, just like Ken Birch did. 
He wrote, absolute class podcast, as good as any professional podcast put there. A unique insight into the misery and occasional joy of supporting Northampton Town, free of any constraints by the club itself. Some weeks this podcast can really take a light-hearted but impassioned look at the week-by-week roller coaster that is Northampton Town. Great mix of presenters and guests make for a fun listen. Thanks, Ken. That's lovely. Go on, Ken. Ken. Mm. What a legend. Go on, Ken. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah, please do keep sending your reviews in on on Apple Podcasts if you've got an Apple phone or uh, go onto Podchaser. It really helps people find the podcast. And if there is one thing that if you don't really fancy, you know, taking the time out to go and write a review, if there's one thing that you can do. Just simply tell one of your friends that is also a Cobblers supporter and just say to them, "Do you listen to it's all Cobblers to me?" You really should do, and see if you can get them to follow us on their podcast app as well. That'd be great. Get them listening. That would be lovely. Uh, can I just quickly throw in a seven nil win for the NTFC women? We haven't got an update this week. Oh yes, seven nil on the girls against Angsty Nomads. What a name that is! Angsty Nomads. Are they Angsty? Oh, Angsty. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought they were pent up with frustration. They probably are after today. <laughs> <laughs> Seven nil's good, isn't it? Yes, that's a cracking Can't wait for that score. season to start. They, uh, they released their fixtures this week as well, didn't they? So, get on yeah, have you seen the teams too. that they've got? Yes, we've seen so, uh, some big teams in that league this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I saw Odeby and Wigston, who are my favourite. They're not in there anymore, are they? Oh, that's but, a yeah. shame. Got likes of Rotherham in there, Mansfield, Loughborough, Leicester, Leicester. Yeah, that's a big, big team, Leicester. I think. Uh, in the world of women's football, uh, this uh, is underneath um, the WSL. Yes, yes, it's good. potentially a different one to the WSL one, but yes, it is. Yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they start on the first of September, I believe. Indeed, yes, and we'll be having updates throughout the season from them, which is going to be uh, really nice. So there you go. That's it. Another week done. Thanks for listening. Thanks for checking out our match previews as well on our website, cobblestome.com. We'll be back next week. There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. podcast is a proud member of the fan hub 100 football without fans is nothing so we've partnered with fan hub to put fans first search fan hub app to play your part in the journey support the podcast on patreon by joining the it's all cobblers to me fan club Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Podcast Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.